0: With the second Democratic debate around the corner, we talk about our predictions. Has anything changed between President Trump and the Democrats? We get into all that. Then we talk about a question that I was posed based off of our last episode. And that question is, how do we define a better life? What is a better life to us? And then we close out the episode kind of tying in the last segment with the middle segment and what we think are healthy financial habits. And this stems from a Refinery29 article and a YouTube video that we recently watched. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up everybody this is k cartoon this is rx phonics we are the audio apes and you are officially hanging with apes a weekly tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it two guys from the south side of chicago there is explicit language at times so be advised go on over to twitter follow us at hanging with apes then go on over to our website that's hangingwithapes.com sign up for our newsletter And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. Truly is the best. So, a lot to get to today. We've been kind of making the episodes a little bit longer lately, so we'll try to streamline this one just a little bit. Still be efficient and detailed and informative, but, you know... I, we've been we've been getting close <laughs> to that two hour mark. Yes. Who do, we, who do we think we are, Joe Rogan? All right, like, all right Jim. We apologize.
1: We get a little ahead of ourselves. No more ranting.
0: But um. And I, I don't think it's rants, really. I don't think no, we rant too much. We don't, we don't much. rant. No. There has been like
1: one. There was like I can learn one episode that we just fucking went on a one hour rant. I don't know. I don't even remember what the fuck we talked about, but yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But it's yeah. been a while ago, though. Yeah. What What happens with us is we start fucking talking about like the world. S- yeah, the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just
0: it just gets gets so out of control.
1: Like we'll we'll be talking about like a homeless problem in fucking Cali, and all of a sudden, like five minutes later, we're talking about motherfuckers
0: shitting in India.
1: Yeah. So it's like how what, God, what how happened? did we get here?
0: Yeah. So the second Democratic debate oh man is coming up July 30th is the first night of hmm. the second debate July 31st is the second night of the second debate predictions well I would like to first say this we told you so oh I mean like what are you regarding exactly you know what we're because there's a lot we, <laughs> we've said so like yeah. what exactly are you referring um, to um
1: the way we covered the Trump tweets I felt was very accurate and very realistic okay and and I only say that because I'm comparing to certain things and I remember me specifically asking you a very charged question and I was like okay um is this a bad move? a, a bad move for Trump this this and that this this and this I I went over the whole thing mm-hmm and the way you answered was very very accurate you know what i mean like very accurate yeah so i'm gonna call you twister domus now no, <laughs> no but like
0: it, it like a lot of points that you made <laughs> and then a, 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 po- a point that uh i have pre- like it's great because i have predicted a lot of shit, like throughout yeah. the course of us knowing each other yeah like i've like it's just she it comes it's cause you know I don't sleep anymore I just dream <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Russ Colas guy No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, when it comes to politics though I I'm very aware and I acknowledge that it's a chess match mhm and also I play my life like that yeah like, I, I like my to me I look at my life like a game of chess so just with that sort of always being my mindset like i'm always looking three four five steps ahead yeah i automatically assume that's what certain successful politicians are doing because you that's how you survive and and i think that really stems from like a survival instinct like from when I was a child like okay well if I do this this is what happens if I do this then do this this is what happens if I do this this and that but damn if I do this these people are going to do this so I got to be able to do that it's this it's always it's like you know and it sucks sometimes because it it, you rarely and I and I imagine that's what it's like for uh like a politician you rarely live in the moment you're kind of always thinking... thinking of the future, yeah. Yeah, of yeah. the future.
1: And, and you know what's scary is when you said all that, the first thing I told you was like, yeah, the fucking, uh, like the, the, the fucking protests where they put the Mexican flag down, or they put the Mexican flag up, put the American flag down. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the RNC commercial or ad. No. They weaponized the fuck out of that video, yeah, which you
0: should. Of, of course.
1: And uh, I mean... So basically, Trump checkmated them.
0: Not to mention, remember that that video that you sent to all of our friends with that chick. Uh, they were outside of where they put the Mexican flag up, and they were like protesters. And that chick is like, "I don't give a fuck. I don't." Get-. And then the dude in the purple dress with the big ass titties. What the yeah. fuck was that about? Yeah, like he was bald but with hair on the side. I didn't even notice. Tits. I was looking at his tits. No, it was like so <laughs> fucking bizarre. It was it was a, nope. a very like odd otherworldly ass setting yeah (laughs) now like i'm not i'm not here to be judgmental or to to judge anybody by their appearance but just on some real shit just everyday shit and i mean probably a lot of people wouldn't have the balls to say what i'm about to say but fuck it i this is what i do like if that's your squad, like that's the people you roll with, yeah. like not many people are gonna like take you serious. Just I'm I'm just telling you, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just who that's just the reality of the situation. Even motherfuckers that ride with you and are telling you, Oh, yeah, you should stand up for your rights and all of that, when they leave under their breath, they're like, Man, those motherfuckers are weird as fuck.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that that, that goes unsaid. Yeah, at least, yeah, and I
0: always say, like, at least, because People will be like, oh, man, like, why would you say that? Or or you have a lot of nerve or this and that. But honestly, I really feel like I'm saying the shit that a lot of people are thinking and they say behind closed doors. Yeah. I'd imagine you'd appreciate a motherfucker like me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I'm thinking. I'm telling you what people are thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just a better way to live. That way you don't have to fucking mask it or, you know, like you got a motherfucker with tits. And where the fuck? What happened? his hair is gone like at least like at least put some fucking makeup on and a wig if you're gonna go for that look but it's like this is
0: warped this is half ass you didn't even try (laughs) you just have tits (laughs) what the fuck
1: but it's like that and then that bitch was like I don't give a fuck she starts fucking like strip pole dancing on the thing it was it was really warped and like and you and well, you said it best Uh, when that's your squad I mean what, what, what do you what do you expect now Talking about the squad, that's where, where we are right now. And that's what Trump wanted was him against that. Like, yes, he wants the face of the Democratic and Party. That's,
0: and this is what Pelosi was trying to avoid.
1: Exactly. And um, <laughs> it's 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 pretty it's pretty crazy because as, as long as this is what it is and this is probably he he uh, Trump is, is, is on his own level. But I think this is real Steve Bannon-esque. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. This is where I want these motherfuckers. Well,
0: remember? I forgot where we were going. Well, you? I, I we were. I know we were in an airport. Were we going to L.A. or? We were going some fucking where, man. I mean, you know, motherfuckers be on the move. Uh, yeah. No, but we were going somewhere, and I remember um, we were waiting for our flight, and so I'm on my phone, and I remember was I reading Steve Bannon's book or the book about Steve Bannon? It might have been that, but I remember telling you that because you you were you were asking me what did I think about Steve Bannon and and this was around the time that uh, he he left the White House he resigned, yeah. whatever the case, and I was saying that I hope Trump picked up enough strategy from him now that he's out of the picture or at least it appears that he's going to be out of the picture. Yeah. Um because oh that's when he picked brad parscale to be his next campaign manager yeah but but brad parscale is like more like digital media and so like you see trump is gonna like go more the internet route this time you like get a little bit more greasy with that because i feel like trump knows he learned like he learned that he knows how to work the crowd work the room so he's like, yeah, I got this covered. Now let me try to get like this internet shit underway, like yeah. the people on social media and all that. So that's why he got this guy, Brad Parscale. And that kind of is what like bumps Steve Bannon out.
1: Now, does he work hand in hand with the RNC or is that a separate entity? Obviously, I know he's the Republican pre- you know, president. He's yeah. a Republican president. Because like that ad was on point, and it was like
0: very unlike. No, I, I don't think the RNC like is necessarily. I mean, they're associated with the president in the terms that they're the same party, but yeah. it's a separate entity.
1: And I only say that because that was like really just a Trump strategy, straight out of his book. So it's like they're, they're starting yeah. to get. Yeah, I spy. mean, there's
0: nothing to suggest that they didn't uh, perhaps use Brad Parscale or yeah. You you don't we know ne- we don't know what the fuck's going on behind the scenes, but. As a businessman, I I see that Trump likes surrounding himself with strategists. Yeah, he likes that shit, and it works to a
1: charm. Like it's just it's and and so and that's and and
0: and to to bring it back to the point that I was originally trying to make with 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 um, Steve Bannon is. In, in whatever it was that I was reading, I, I can't remember exactly if it was like some quotes from him or a book or, or a book about him or whatever the case. He was saying how he's like, yes, we want the Democrats to talk about racism. We want the Democrats to talk about sexism and feminism, because what it does is it removes them so far away from the real issues that, that that becomes their identity and and then we walk right into the White House because you're you're so you're so fucking lost in this otherworldliness that you've created <laughs> that yeah. that like no, now we're talking about the real shit that, that is important to people and because
1: Well think of it this way. Look at Callie. They're worried about fucking manholes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you have a homeless problem that's horrible. You have diseases, taxes like crazy, overpopulation, crumbling infrastructure, and you're worried about w- that it's not it's not uh gender inclusive to call a manhole a manhole. So like what Who they want they want to call it a people hole or a person because it, it 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 uh it, it's not inclusive to women. What? in the fuck, are are you, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what do you expect? (laughs) It's all, thanks committee, this is what we need you to be worried about. And and, and basically, we've answered
1: where this is going because everything we're talking about has hit a forefront. I think the first debate was, oh shit, for Nancy Pelosi, like, we need to get this shit together. Yeah. And I think they're, behind the scenes, gonna be, all right, cool, we're gonna separate from this. We could kind of,
0: move a little she bit. She was probably like, you do this, you do that, you four, shut the fuck up. Like yeah. just like just trying to probably get things together. Yeah. Well and- you, you saw what Bill Maher was on. <laughs> Bill Maher was like four of you
1: motherfuckers shouldn't even be on stage. And he's a realist when it comes to that shit. Yeah. And it's true. Like y'all need to get the fuck out. We're gonna see what, what happens. I mean uh, now it's like it's back to fucking it's back to basically and I think maybe even this is his strategy. He saw that they were cutting up Biden because they were slicing this bitch ass. They sure were, man. <laughs> they were slicing him. So basically, what I'm seeing is Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris. And I think they're like... Man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I, I feel like Nancy Pelosi probably would like to avoid them as they currently stand. But I think that he switched the narrative on them. And uh, the narrative was we need to... Gravitate, moderate, like or moderate, uh, become a little bit more moderate. No, that's not happening. Cause you know they're gonna ask questions on on Trump's tweets or some shit. They're gonna ask questions about include like all this stuff that's going on now, all this media storm. He's played them
0: like fools, and and they fell for And him. whatever position they take on it, they're gonna oversell the shit out of it, like yeah. to the point where it's just like. Yeah, nobody believes this. Nobody is buying this. Nobody's looking at it the way that you're looking at it. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I'll put it to you like this I know Mexican people that. They're the same way. Like send those motherfuckers back. The ones that are like acting like stupid. I like I I've talked to them. Yeah, yeah. Myself, you know what I'm saying. So this idea that it's just like this country is like oh it's so racist. Send them back. Send them back. All that all that crazy shit. Now, this is what I will say. I would not engage in that type of shit. Like I don't I don't believe in that. Like I don't. That's not my cup of tea. Like, like, oh, send her back and like all of that shit like that. Like, that's not my thing. But I do get that huh. if people are, are not on what the American people are on, that's their sentiment. That's the sentiment that they're going to have. And that's not just white people. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Hispanics. Just it's blacks. It's people, period. It
1: goes back to what you were saying. I'm gonna keep it real. And you might think I'm an asshole, but I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep 100. So they had a survey in Mexico (laughs) about South American uh, immigrants coming into Mexico. Six out of 10 Mexicans are not happy with this. Uh, They're saying it's a burden on the country because they take jobs, they take benefits. Uh, A 55% majority support deporting migrants that travel through Mexico. What are you gonna say there?
0: Because as because as we've seen, and you and I have seen it vividly, because we've traveled to Mexico in the last few years, relatively frequently, I would say, different places and stuff like that. That, yeah, like as as the country becomes more sophisticated and more advanced. Yeah. People are gonna look at shit and be like, man, shit is getting decent. Y'all are gonna fuck it up. Because it ain't even that y'all are gonna fuck it up because you're different people, like you're a different color, or a a, a different race, a different creed. It's just that like you're not on what we're on. That's what that is, that's what that's about. It's not, it don't got shit to do with anything else. Yeah, yeah. To those people, they look at, oh, it's racism or you think you're better or anything like that. No, I have a standard. I have a structure. Get like me or get the fuck out. Yeah. And I don't think that that's that unreasonable. That's pretty much the same standard that everybody has when it comes to their life. Or at least the standard that they should have. Like if, if some chick is fucking, she got her shit together... You know what I'm saying? She's making, she's doing her thing. She's she's controlling her household. She's she has shit together. And then I mean, it does happen but, and then like some like goofy comes along that's just going to like like be a drain on all her resources.
1: Get the fuck out. Exactly. Get out.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, she has all the right to, to and, feel and that who way. And could blame her for that? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so yeah, 100% um that's that's what it is and i I don't blame the mexican people for feeling like that about the south american migrants just like i don't blame americans for feeling a certain type of way especially when the attitude now of some of these illegal immigrants is so different
1: yeah than what it
0: used to be It, 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 it wasn't like this handout mentality it wasn't the mentality of 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 gimme 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 it is different and so there's a lot of uh, a, a lot of intricacies to that that particular subject and i feel like the republicans at least at very least maybe they don't have all of the the loose ends tied up at least no. there's like some sort of a plan in place with the left there's absolutely no plan at all in fact they haven't flat out said open borders, but everything that they're talking about suggests that's what their platform is.
1: Yeah, like anyone with a brain sees that like, yeah, this is open borders. Yeah. Basically. Because I mean, no, don't come. But yeah, you get free healthcare. But don't come, please. You know, that like we said that when we were covering the first debate. And it's like, come on now. Stop it. So so I feel that he's keeping them where he wants. And as we know, primaries, you're if if, if you're a Republican it's going to be a little bit more to the right, more than usual. Yeah. With the Democrats, the same thing. It'll be like left. So so, so I think what he's doing is like, shit, I'm going to push you way left. But so I by the time I, you come here, I, you've, you're already
0: beaten and bruised. I think in this point in history, though, they shouldn't be so left. I think they should all be on one accord to be more moderate because yeah. they're fucking off the reservation right now.
1: Yeah. But he. I mean- and he's not gonna let. And them they're getting off the chain and now. they're
0: getting laughed at. Yeah. That's the sad thing. I mean, for them, it's sad. Like they're they're literally getting laughed at.
1: Well, yeah. And I mean, that's that's the game he's playing. That's that's uh, and they keep biting on it. The, the media's biting on it. Um, and 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 this is not to sound cliche because this whole fake news thing. Oh, fake news! Oh, but here we have the hate hoax thing. Oh, uh, it, it was a lawmaker. A congresswoman, she was she was in a in line in a in a store. It was a grocery store. She's in the ten items or less. She gets the she has like twenty items. This dude is arguing with her, saying you got twenty items, and he calls her like some fat. He calls her like a fat bitch, <laughs> fat lazy bitch or some shit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's funny that she gets on Twitter. And then she's like, "Oh, he said go back. Uh, let me go back to, uh, go go back to where you came from, and all this, this, and that, this, and that." So, I I don't know at what in what context this is. She was talking, and then like dude pops up, mm. like, and then he's like, first of all, I'm not white. I'm Cuban. Second of all, I'm not white. I'm Cuban. Second of all, I didn't vote for Trump. I'm a never Trumper. I'm a Democrat." And he's like, "And I never said that. You're a liar." And like this was all like they were having an argument. That's on wild. live
0: television, yeah, it's weird though. A Cuban that's that's a Democrat, like you don't come across those very often. Yeah, that, that's Check very weird. A lot of shirt wearing ass, I know. motherfucker, man,
1: <laughs> going <jump>, ass. <laughs> no. But like, he he basically made her look really bad, and it also made mainstream media look really bad because they jumped on an opportunity. And I mean, there was a lot of people. There's a lot of people that deleted tweets on this shit, and it's like when will we learn that we need time to process this and see what the facts are before yeah. you you know what I'm saying like and uh, I mean th- that's what you get that that's what happens so, so from from the media to the response on the left to basically the squad being on the forefront it's gonna be all bad in the second uh, democratic debate because there's just a lot of a lot of fuckery going on, and and a and, lot of fuckery and, that they've created now that they and still
0: deal with. no real attention to the real issues yeah. and and the things that ought to be addressed.
1: But but I mean, what issues do you think that they would even be able to contest him on anyway? I mean, think about no, it. no,
0: no. That I don't see them being able to contest him on anything. I I I think that they would need a total platform shift. <laughs> and but yeah. but it's funny because. If one of them goes off of script, he'll instantly outshine the rest of them. Like if one yeah. of them if one of them starts being like, "Well, you know what? I don't think the president is doing this that bad of a job when it comes to this. My plan would be this this, and that." I think that like if he they all fucking however many of them there are would just probably be looking at him like, "This motherfucker, like, what the fuck is dude doing? Like what do you want?" You know? Yeah.
1: Well, you know there was an he opportunity. He instantly outshine them. Like, th- a perfect opportunity was when everyone raised their hands for the, will immigrants be uh, able to have health care. The one person that would have said no would have would have stood out immensely.
0: Didn't somebody not raise their hand,
1: though? No, everybody.
0: But it was just like a nobody-ass month for that, like, uh, like a... I think everybody, bro. Oh. Um, uh,
1: unless, because... If it was somebody, it wasn't one of the main, because no, you'd like, have yeah. to have a, a, a yeah, good cause mixture. Yeah, because there's a
0: gang of unremarkable-ass ones that it's just like, you yeah. really don't even need to be here.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, for all I know, like, one of them is called Duke the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> and like, like <laughs> Duke the Lord, <laughs> just get the fuck off stage. <laughs> just get out of here. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's like uh, this question is directed to Duke the Lord. <laughs> Jesus. Do you feel like your name is gonna hurt or help your chances to become?
1: A... <laughs> <laughs> my immigrants. Ain't but, gonna
0: get healthcare. But uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely uh, a bunch of unremarkable ones. But yeah, like if one of if one of the 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 brighter lights were to yeah. sort of go off script but at that point they would be trying more so to get like moderate and republican votes than than democrat votes maybe maybe not like I, i that part is hard to assess only because i don't really know how far democrats like where the democratic people are right now because to be honest everybody that i thought that I'm around, like, in my day-to-day life, at work, people I encounter and everything like that. I've always thought they were Democrats. Yeah. But I see that, like, the spectrum has shifted so much that they're kind of Republicans by default now.
1: Well, yeah, because it's like, to them, it's the better of two evils. Yeah. Damn. My sh- my, my team went to the shithole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely not voting for them. We need to avoid this shit at all costs. Yeah,
0: and so it's sort yeah. of weird to me. So and and remember, the State of the Union address was huge in the sense that, like, that independence, the, it, it,
1: independence, overwhelm, almost overwhelmingly, went to Trump. Yeah, that's
0: a key and there thing. were some Democrats that fucked with it too. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: So and then and then and then conservatives, that shit was almost at a hundred percent. So you already know that never the conservative never Trumpers are voting for him now that you have a track record of what he's done. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh...
0: You you know what I found funny is that uh, uh, I don't know if you you read that news where Bernie Sanders. You know, he's the big yes. proponent for, like, $15 an hour minimum wage. Yes. Turned out there were some campaign staffers that weren't getting paid $15 an hour. Now they are getting paid $15 an hour because he was broached about it. But now he has to cut hours. Isn't it funny how that works, Bernie? Yeah. Like, you fucking moron. Like, like that's economics. Where the fuck did you, like, what? Yeah. Like, but that's because. Oh, listen here, I uh, oh, yeah. oh, $50 an hour. Uh, Sweden. Mm-hmm. So just look $50 at Sweden. Dollars an hour. <laughs> like, it's but see, this is the thing. So many of these people, they've never ran a business in their life. Yeah. They've never even sold a fucking bag of chips. No. Nothing, and that's so so scary. Because. Yes, while politics is a lot of the society that we live in, business is a lot of the society that we live in. And like Kamala Harris, her whole background is government. Bernie Sanders, his whole background is government. So you're used to the wastefulness of government. To you, this is norm, it's second nature to you. You don't even see that it's wrong. You don't even see that like, where like let's say just this is just a, a an example that maybe never even took place this is just a hypothetical example in, in kamala harris's office when when she was in california oh uh, well you uh, we need 15 new computers oh that's gonna be fucking a hundred thousand dollars you know what i'm saying yeah. and then oh okay yeah and then just sign off on that shit where a business guy would be like what the fuck like and he's going to work out where do I get, like, the best computers for the cheapest. Here, out or, like, how them. can I cut a deal with Apple? Or, like, how can I get the best situation, the yeah. most bang for my buck? Where, well, this is taxpayer money. They don't give a fuck sign off on that shit. Who well, cares? Well, remember,
1: the guy from Illinois uh, who just got ousted. Um, uh, Rauner. Rauner. Remember the Tollway situation? Yeah. And people really were giving him flack for that. But it was like, listen, he's creating a tollway. Uh, it was on the 55. Yeah. That's what he was uh, working a tol- on.
0: A, 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 a toll lane. A toll lane. Like a, like an express lane yeah. where you pay to get on. But but see, if he understands business and he understands yeah. economics and he understands that we live in a world, we live in a society where people will pay more for convenience.
1: Exactly.
0: You know what I'm saying? Without
1: having to tax them. See, that's, that's economics. Like
0: Exactly. How can I make things better for everybody? Will we make more money for the state without putting additional burden on the people of the state? And giving them something in return. Like, it, it, oh, a faster lane. Exactly. To the people that take the 55, oh, I always hear them complain about how backed up it gets. Yeah. So right there, it'd be like yeah. shit. A motherfucker that's sitting in traffic be like, "Fuck that! Two dollars for the express shit? Yeah, I'm on it. I'm no. gone." Like the Skyway. Like for I, I, obviously we have listeners that are not from Chicago, but there's this there's this road that here in Chicago that's like a direct shot to Hammond, Indiana. Yep. Super fast, never backed up, never traffic, nothing. The reason why it's it's like that is because it's fucking five dollars to yep. get on it. Like, yeah. but. I've multitude of times. Like, if I'm going to Indiana, I'm fucking taking the sky away. I don't there's, give a fuck. Yeah, like, there's a straight open it, shot. Like, just, yeah, five here. Have it. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> like, well worth it to me. That I don't got to sit in traffic. I'm there in however long, like this and that. It's That's almost wh-
1: an exchange of service.
0: I want speed to get to where the fuck I need to get to. Yes. Yeah. Convenience. Uh, yeah. That's economics. Yeah. That's economics. Why do you think there's some people that not everybody sits in coach? Because the little bit more leg room, the better attention, the more spacious seat yeah. in first class is worth it. If you have the money, it's worth it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and, and it's, it's situations like that, that that also show how out of touch these politicians are, or at least claim to be. I mean, see, because it, it, it's one thing to like to be like an average Joe, and and then be like, oh well, you know, whatever. Uh, I, this is climate change. We gotta fix it. Yeah. We gotta fix it. Someone get band aids. You know what I'm yeah. saying, but it, it's it's normal. And it was funny because I had gotten into a mini debate, and I think I had told you about this, but I didn't get into detail about uh, climate change. And I want to see if I could find this article because. Because this year was was great. Oh, yeah. So, and for anyone anyone that wants to read it, it's a Forbes article, and the title is uh, Trump Administration. Well, actually, the title title is U.S. Energy is Hotspot in Trump's Economy. And then the little subtitle is Trump Administration Harvest Record Royalties from America's Oil Boom. And my, de- my whole debate stemmed from she was like oh well you know he's taking all these laws and the paris accord and all this and i was like yeah but don't you understand that a stronger economy equates to 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 more more uh resources to be able to 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 get newer stuff and basically this article or 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 not newer stuff but to improvise and to kind of fade, phase out yeah the old and and i was trying to explain to her but she was like no 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 this is it's like it's urgent we got to like fucking and i was like no 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 listen First of all, you can't force people, like for example, the green new deal, you can't force people to change their whole life. Yeah. Like this is not motherfuckers weren't born with a silver spoon. Like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, fuck it, just like give up my car. I'll just ride my bike everywhere. I'll just no. No. This is the real world. You got to get to work on time so you can keep your job. Uh, so so basically, this is this was going over how how like how much they've actually invested in, in, in new alternatives yeah. and how, like, it's actually it's actually improved the U.S. on climate change when it comes to, like, you know, like being more efficient and, and renewed, like, the talks on maybe, like, uh, nuclear energy, just yeah. stuff like that. It was a really good article, but it, it just goes to show that sometimes the answer isn't, like, oh, we have to drastically change things. Sometimes it's just being more responsible. Sometimes it's, like, oh being smart about it. that That's what economics is. It's like, well, we, we're making more money. Our GDP is higher. Let's invest in this. Companies will invest in this be, because it's better for the future. You and know? then
0: also creating competition because if you're deregulating alternatives, what's going to happen is those alternative industries are going to develop And as they develop and they offer alternative means of transportation or fuel or ways to energize things, two things are going to happen, or one of two things will happen: the old way will phase out totally, or it'll get like super cheap and affordable for people. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and then it's just like, okay, well, it's cheap and affordable. And then the competition is like some people go this way, some people go that way, and and it makes things it makes things better and easier for everybody.
1: Exactly this sent this paragraph or it's, it's actually what, a sentence is gonna like pretty much echo what you just said because it it asks a question. It says how did this happen? The fulcrum of Trump administration energy policies have been removing redundant regulations and streamlining the permitting process. For energy development recreation and conservation activities that makes everything better because there is redundancy we we know how government works like you said oh 15 computers yeah no problem Hundred thousand? what yeah. a businessman would be like no i'm gonna i know this motherfucker who will probably like he'll sign the contract right now and we'll have a, a whole you know thing going on with us for way cheaper yeah you know and it's 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 that's key is just understanding that and not and not and and not letting a government establishment set the price, letting letting free enterprise rule what the fucking because I like, just imagine if you went to like Apple and they told you some shit like that, I want fifteen Apple uh, computers. Oh yeah, no, no that's fine, a hundred thousand. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I'm gonna go to Microsoft now. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to Microsoft, and and because I mean because.
0: Competition Why you? dictates market. Exactly. I mean oh, shit. that, but you know it's just sad that politicians that run this country don't know that. Yeah,
1: and it well, frankly, it's scary. Yeah, yeah,
0: one hundred percent scary.
1: But 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 at the same time, is it really scary? Because sometimes we will look at stuff and, and and not realize that a lot of people do have the common sense to. Because, like, for example. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez polls 22% favorability nationwide. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Inan Omar, 9%. That's not a winning number. That's not even close. That's yeah. a landslide victory.
0: Yeah, to an so,
1: opponent. So, of course, you want that to be the face because people – and well, we said it before. The economy will dictate what, oh, what big happens. Big time,
0: big time, yeah. If there's
1: money in your pockets, you're like, what? This is just – you trying to tax this much? Oh, you you all
0: mind. in my pockets, ho. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking seventies <laughs> <70s> pimp? <laughs> <laughs> you all in my
1: pockets, ho.
0: Stay the fuck out.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but um,
0: yeah, it, it's all bad for them. It, it, it does feel like, um, as an American citizen, that might be a little bit of a sketch. It does feel like, as an American citizen. You know, who who's who's doing good, has some upper mobility, like has is optimistic about the future and whatnot. I feel like them four, like I'm a pimp and them four are my hoes, but they're fucking running crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you bitches, you bitches I got this bitch, she won't she talking about a green new deal. Like but like you know how pimp be like, Oh, this bitch wants some new shoes, this bitch wants that. That's I feel like like you hoes are are fucking running everywhere, like, like bitch, you're all in my shit. pockets, you're all in my pockets, bitch, you talking about some, 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 uh, nine eleven ain't that bad, bitch, <laughs> bitch, you gonna get us locked up, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, some people, <laughs> some people fush. did some things, <laughs> bitch, are you crazy, <laughs> you got, you got the fuzz, the heat is on us, like, what are you doing, oh, <laughs> like, that's, a, that's what it feels like, it's kind uh, of but uh- some
1: super fly ass shit. I just imagine the super fly soundtrack just <laughs> fucking playing oh, wow, while you're oh, wow,
0: saying
1: oh, all that shit. But yeah, it's bad, and Trump knows it, and and, and unless they they fucking do a a, a fucking just one eighty. It's, it's over
0: <laughs> <laughs> like Ocasio Cortez what you think about the Green New Deal daddy <laughs> bitch you crazy, bitch, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> bitch are you crazy
1: that should be a crazy ass
0: <laughs> bitch is you crazy you bitches will be the death of me <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, that man, shit is man. crazy as fuck bro yeah, that's, that's kind of wild. Oh, man. Uh, but, but, yeah, transitioning into our next segment. How do you define a better life? How do you define a better life?
1: Less taxes, motherfucker. Nah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, uh, I was about to play Superfly, but never mind. Um, a better life. I mean,
0: less taxes helps, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? Well, shit, you broke that shit down last time. Very good argument. But... um. A better life in what
0: regard, just in general, like? Okay, so the question that was posed was when we were talking about the segment on the last episode of there are more people over the age of 65 than under the age of five. You know, we were getting into the whole thing of, you know, the the socioeconomic status, people having less kids or not having kids at all. And that sort of being one of the things that determines or at least plays a role in socioeconomic status. And you brought up part of that is wanting to have and preserve a better life. Yeah. So I guess it maybe came off as not having kids equals a better life. So I think that's where the question stems from is, how do you define a better life? Okay,
1: all right. So, um, well, that's 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 the thing. In that context, I can't really answer that for everybody. The reason why is because we live in a society where you as an individual are able to pick what it is that makes you happy. So for example, I, I'm not saying I would be opposed to having kid, kids, but I, I, I would be opposed to not having I would be opposed to having kids if I'm not ready. And see, that's that's another kind of rabbit hole you jump in. What is ready? Yeah. When are you ready? Because you're really not ever 100% ready. Like right now, if I had a kid, I'm not ready. But I am ready. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I got a house. It has bedrooms in it. I'm, I'm, I'm good financially. I'm not great financially. I don't think I'm in a an amazing place. But I think like... I'm trending upwards If I make good decisions if I keep making good decisions Obviously With the kid Just budgeting But it's like I'm not really 100% ready You see what I'm saying Like It's one of those situations Where you're not really ever 100% ready Because I could be A millionaire And not be ready to have kids Because yeah. there's a whole slew of Like There's a whole slew of philosophy Of, of parenting You know yeah. that, that that you have to instill In your children And maybe not even get it right All the way And that's that's the thing So I guess, I guess it's about fulfillment, to an extent.
0: Yeah, I would say that's a good word. Yeah, to, and, to describe a better life.
1: Yeah, and and I think uh, we've talked about it before. See, we look at it as a journey, not a destination. So, um, actually, I had pulled something up when you asked me, and, and if you guys haven't messed with Quora, you guys are out of your fucking minds. So I'm going to read this to you real quick, and then I'm going to ask you a quick question. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me start. It's going to be a little long-winded, but I'm going to make it quick. It's your typical Monday morning. You wake up at the same time you always do. Roll out of bed, brush your teeth, shower, and get ready to go go off to work. You give your spouse a quick kiss goodbye, unlock your front door, and walk out (coughs) into the fresh morning air humming a few lines from taylor swift's i knew you were trouble you unlock your car plunk down to the driver's seat and turn the key starting your engine after checking your mirrors and buckling your seatbelt, you pull out of your driveway and begin your daily commute while listening to the latest npr rant about our current political climate everything is business as usual except that you spill your coffee all over your lap as you merge into the interstate as the hot liquid boils the skin on your thigh you instinctually look down at your lap and attempt to blot the coffee that is burning your skin When you look up, you realize that as you spilled your coffee, you accidentally jerked the steering wheel to the left, and in less than a second, your car is sent off to the side of the road and directly into the large oak tree you always pass on your way to the office. And just like that, your life is over. Now, I want you to stop imagining the sobering chain of events and answer a very simple question. If this scenario happened to you tomorrow, would you die fulfilled? Would you feel like you had lived this life to the fullest and given it everything you had, or would you die filled with regrets? And those are pretty
0: crazy. Well, if questions. I was in that scenario, I would die unfulfilled because he was listening to NPR, and not hanging with apes. So,
1: <laughs> so obviously,
0: it's not a fulfilling. Yeah, you—they never got to witness this. Yeah, they never—they never had a chance to be quite honest. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> um and that's basically I think where this conversation ends is this shit's is fucked up that
0: that's a that's a hard question to answer because in one regard
1: well those are the questions because I'll ask you a question this was and and by the way, this is uh what is it knowledge for dot com it was a question that they, that that uh that this person is posing I'll ask you the question after but I know these are kind of heavy questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'll answer with you as well. But uh you were starting, my bad.
0: But so would I feel fulfilled in the sense that I did everything I wanted to do? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. But would I feel fulfilled in the sense of that like that fifty cent line, if I die today I'm happy how my life turned out in the sense that like where I'm from, I know shit could have been way worse. Exactly. I know that like I and and I think I literally think about that shit every single day. yeah, not a day goes by where I don't think, damn, this is much better than a lot of people I grew up with yeah, and shit
1: a lot better than what you thought probably
0: a lot better than what I thought, yeah, yeah at, at, at certain points in in my life. So in that regard. Yeah, if I died, I'm happy how my life turned out. But, yeah. but, um, but is it? Have I done everything I want to do? No, and yeah. I mean I don't know if anybody can answer yes to doing everything that they wanted to do. I don't exactly. think there's not one person in the world, even the most accomplished person in the world, probably still wants to do more. Yeah. So that part, I don't think. But see, those are successes. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
1: You know, like, and this is where my question would have came. If you were a Leah in that plane, would you, would you have felt, would you have not felt fulfilled, if you're kind of looking back? Because she was at the dawn of what Beyonce ended up becoming. Yeah, that's what she was like. Which is kind of weird, Jay Z continued Biggie and then like Beyonce continued with the whole Aaliyah thing but like it was definitely cut very short and it was like this close to just blowing up like right now we'd probably be talking about Aaliyah as a legend
0: yeah that I I mean if everything went the way that like it looked like it was gonna go yeah well how old was she when she died 15, 16, 17 she was young I think she was Maybe in her twenties, no. Oh, was she? She was that old already? She she was, so I guess she was I would, really young. Regardless. So I would say that she was she was old enough then to maybe perhaps acknowledge that she was in a far better place than most women her age will ever be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh and that she had accomplished a great deal and, and left a legacy. I mean in, in twenty two. In, in your in your final moments, I don't know, especially like in a plane crash. I don't. I imagine it was more fear than anything yeah. in that moment. But like, if she had a moment to reconcile, yeah, I, I, w- I would say like I yeah. that's fulfilling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because she did more in in her short time than some people do in a lifetime. So. Yeah. How can you not, you know, and, and contributed, left a legacy, everything like that. I mean, I know at the time of of demise, I'm sure you may not always think of it in those terms. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? And,
1: and it's obviously, especially an early death leaves a lot of, I don't want to say things unfulfilled, but it just leaves a lot of loose ends in the sense in a sense You're like, oh, I was working on this. Oh, I was working on that. Oh, like we
0: we were supposed to be doing this and return. You know what I mean? Like but it's interesting that you asked me this question and this is even a topic because I remember recently I had this dream and I I wondered what the dream meant, but I guess it kinda coincides with this. And I guess the dream could be a good determinant or determining factor on how one would describe a better life so I had this dream that I had a daughter like it was a little girl I don't know the age or whatever I have no idea who the mom was cuz there's like no mom it was just me and the little girl and I imagine it was my little girl cuz she called me dad like in the dream or whatever and in the dream I was like I was like you know, fuck you, I wanted a son. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you are probably just end up a soccer lesbian. <laughs> you just go end up another soccer lesbian. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's great. a badass dream. No, no. And then she was like, in the dream she said she said, um, why are they coming to get you? and i said who's coming to get me and i can't remember for the life of me who she told who she said said that to her but she said i don't know if she said grandma said it or 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 mommy said it or whatever she said they said that they're coming to get you and then i was like i was like well a lot of people want to get daddy cuz he says things sometimes that people don't like like he says things that that sometimes people don't like and they don't agree with and rather than talking to Daddy about it, they want to hurt Daddy or they want to, like, come and get him. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and then she's like, are you scared? I'm like, and then I told her, I'm like, no, I'm not scared. I was like, because Daddy's whole life, he's dealt with people like this. And... He became strong enough to deal with people like this, and I'm gonna teach you how to be strong enough to deal with people like that. Because right. there may be a day that people don't don't like what you have to say. Yeah. But are you not gonna say what you have to say because people don't want you to say it? She and then like you know she's like no like you know like you so yeah. it was clearly like there was like like I had like a there was like already like a a, a very mature flow of conversation with this child. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously mature in the sense that like like there's like some like deep philosophical shit going on, but like I'm breaking it down in child's terms. Yeah. And so she's like she's like, they're not gonna kill you, are they? And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I was like, you want me to tell you something? And it was like a like a mufasa as moment. I was like, you want me to tell you something? I was like, Daddy can never die. And then well, she's, like, right, sure. she's like, she's like you can't, and I'm like, I'm like, Daddy is gonna live forever, and then she's like, and then in the dream she's like, how, how do you live forever? I'm like, well, I'm like, you see all of Daddy's songs, you see everything Daddy has written, you see everything Daddy has has done, like all this stuff, it's gonna be around oh, long shit. time after. Daddy has gone, and I'm like, and, th- and then I, you're, I'm like, you're always gonna have, yeah. you're always gonna be able to listen to Daddy. You're always gonna be able to see videos of Daddy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'll always be, I'll always be around, no matter what happens. And I was like, and then one day you're gonna get old enough and do things where you get to live forever. She's like, I could live forever too. Like it's like yeah. that, that power. Like it's like, like it was like in the dream, it was like so empowering to the kid because it was just like, whoa, like you don't think about it like that. And so I would say God, I would say that for me that's what determines a better life like not having a daughter that's gonna end up a wild ass soccer lesbian, but, <laughs> but no, no. after that whole shit, it's like one of the movies that end and it's just black and then it has a little white subtitle. As so I, I, so I told, her, I was like, you could listen to Daddy, or you could end up a wild ass soccer lesbian. Twenty nine years I later, I want be a soccer lesbian. <laughs> God, no, it's it's funny, it's funny because do you remember when we were kids? There was that commercial. I, I digress, but I got to say this. There was that commercial where where um, it was like all these kids I might have said it on the podcast before because I find this shit every time I think about it I die laughing uh, there was a commercial of like there was all these kids and like what well, when I grew up I want to be a firefighter when I grew up I want to be a policeman when I grew up I want to be this I want to be that doctor all this yeah. shit and then it was like <laughs> an anti-drug commercial it was like real dark and gloomy and fucked up and I am all for in some like raggedy ass fucking gloomy house he's like when I grew up I want to be a junkie. <laughs> right? So it was, but I, they show them all <laughs> fucked up till like I tell kids don't do drugs or whatever. <laughs> but I remember I would go to my mom. Oh, and like, he was like, oh, you're yeah. like frying an egg as I, like, like on some, this is your brain on drugs type shit. Yeah. So every time my mom would be in the kitchen frying eggs, it yeah. would remind me of the commercial and I would go in there and be like, mom, when I grow up, I want to be a junkie. She'd be like, i play. Like, we like just get so pissed ah, off. <laughs> <Like, laughs> you're fucking Damien. That's a child. And she would get so pissed I at mean, Just The two things that would give my mom the, the the most mad was that. And then when I would quote Pac from Troublesome 96, it was like, I'd be like, Lord forgive me, but I plan to die. You <laughs> get so pissed, I would say that shit. <laughs> That's the shit that you pick up though. That's yeah, crazy. As a, as a isn't it like you pick up like out of the all the positivity that that commercial is trying to like display? Yeah. You pick up the the worst <laughs> fucking ones. Uh, I like if that was my son I'd be like, So let me get something straight. You saw this whole fucking commercial, motherfucker <laughs> something about being cops and doctors and lawyers, and the motherfucker you wanted to roll. Oh, it was the junkie. The junkie. Oh, you ain't my fucking child. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I just need to get this straight because I'm the, I'm doing something wrong here. <laughs> like no, but uh, you wilding out. But but no, but uh, no. In what I was saying is, I guess like I would determine a better life by whatever that was world or or mode of being or mode of operation that I described to that child in that dream being a constant mode journey taking steps towards enhancing that yeah so as long as I'm in constantly enhancing that because mm-hmm. I've already been blessed like, probably, like, far more than I deserve to be, to be honest, like, like yeah. just, I mean, like I said, I didn't, like, where I'm at, like, I didn't, like, ever
1: see yeah. being... would well, I mean, you put, you fucking sacrificed and put in work, though. No, yeah, you know yeah, saying?
0: but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like, when You, you, you do grow, need a little luck. When you grow up, not even so much luck, it's just that, like, when you grow up, like, kind of, like, ev- like everybody around you ain't shit, and, like, you kind of, like, feel like you ain't shit, it's yeah. just, like, all right, well... I guess like an ancient shit ass existence is what I'm I is what's laid out for me. So yeah. like all right, well oh. it is what it is, but then junky it is. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, like you know what I'm saying? But but even something as simple as that, like people around me went that route, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think I don't, I don't even I don't think luck has much to do with it. I would just say that it's more like blessing and like just kind of like putting your time and effort into the right shit. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, because things will happen. I mean, things get in the way. Things are supposed to be hard at times, and that's just the way life life rolls, and sometimes you have to deal with that and be better.
0: Because like, when it comes, like you say, like luck or fate or whatever – I don't know because like there's times and we've said this before like we've had friends that like have had like way better family lives than ours yeah. or way nicer houses houses in the suburbs big yeah. ass houses and stuff like that and it's just like well you would one would say that's a pretty fortunate upbringing yeah. but it didn't result in anything like like all that exceptional you know what that, I'm saying That's true yeah so I, I guess
1: I was thinking of it I was thinking of it in the terms of like it being a, a, a pretty crazy environment in the sense that, like,
0: you like know, a motherfucker not getting shot and shit. Yeah, like, that. like
1: getting shot up or or fucking. True
0: that, but I would say that even in that regard, you'd have to have that energy around you. That and then also, it's it, it's sort of like what we were talking about in in, in pre production. There's a level of darwinism attached to that shit like survival yeah. of the fittest. Like I knew not to hang out on corners with groups of guys. Yeah, cuz yeah. who are the motherfuckers that get shot at? In the corners. The motherfuckers on the corners that are in groups of guys.
1: Actually, you know, one time when I was supposed we were supposed to go to Ernie's or I was supposed to go to Ernie's and you know, obviously they had no choice to, to be in the corner because the, the, the house was on the corner. Yeah. And it was crazy because I forgot I had to do some shit. I, I don't remember what it was and I didn't go and they ended up getting sh- shot up. I mean, they didn't get shot up like no one got shot. They were shot at.
0: Yeah, I remember that day. And
1: even his older brother, like his pant leg he had like grazed. a bullet hole. Yeah. yeah. And um, it, it was pretty nuts because like they, they could have died. But it's like, well, that's that's kind of I mean, for them, again, they live in the corner house. They really have no choice. But for a lot of people, it's kind of like, well, you're not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And in that same corner, I remember you and I were going to this house, and these guys were questioning us. They started U-turning, and we had to fucking run off yeah. and hide in the backyard. So it's like we know we kind of have a, a, a fucking spidey sense, Yeah. for lack of a better term, when it comes to like where we came from. is like, don't. Do you ever see like a big-ass, like rammer and yeah. by rammer I mean like a suburban or a big ass old school van you fuck out of Dodge yeah so like you hear that shit cause you, there's a distinct voice yeah. yeah like the fucking muffler and shit once that's you hear the, that's that
0: that's the fucking devil the devil is coming hell yeah
1: I remember like when I was in my well she's my wife now but we were we were going to her to her house and we were crossing the the street and I heard that shit no, no, I saw it in the peripherals, and I could, I kind of could see that like dude was like he just stopped and was looking. So when we were about to cross the street, all of a sudden he was like going fast, and I had already told her like if you see that shit, we better fucking get the fuck out the way because they're they're on some dumb shit. Sure enough, they were trying to run us over. You don't even know who I am. Yeah. Is it? You're but but see, madness. and that's what I mean by by the the luck aspect in in the sense. But but then at the same time, it's like, is it luck or is it like just know your environment? And know the things not to do and the things to kind of watch out for, you know, kind of have a sixth sense when it comes to this shit. But yeah, it, it, it is, I, I, would, stuck.
0: I, I would say that it's it's less less luck and more of that spidey sense, as you put it, yeah. well, Darwinism, really, we, the survival of the fittest, yeah, because like. even even like chicks. I remember back then, the chicks. That would love those type of guys, and then the ones that would actively avoid them. And I, like you, right, that in and of itself, you see, like you saw, like a whole different outcome yeah. of things. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, <laughs> hell yeah, like so, right there, nature running its course, almost. Yeah, it, it is. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why. That's why I liken it to Darwinism. Like yeah. I, I don't see how any, how any other example really fits it's just yeah yeah, you gotta but see the thing is when it comes to Darwinism in the animal kingdom it's like bigger stronger faster being smart helps in the animal kingdom but like typically like physical attributes are more of like what makes you survive
1: our society is cerebral
0: yeah exactly like we don't
1: like it, it men, used to like be we physical. don't. Huh? It used to be physical,
0: it, more so than it is now. Yeah. Like for instance, like the hunter gatherers of today's society are guys like us. Like yeah. they're not. Yeah. You're because nobody's actually going out and hunting and <laughs> gathering anything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it, more of a. You, how are you planning? How are you? How are you orchestrating? Planning for the future. What resources are you acquiring? Yeah, and I would say even to that extent, it makes you more selectable as a mate to a woman. Yeah, like even like so, I would say a lot of that shit. But I think what you you hit the nail right on the head that it's more cerebral. So yeah. the 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 chicks that are uh, back then were less cerebral, like less like brainy and more just like whatever. Yeah, they were probably also operating under like certain darwinian laws if you will but they were like you a in a in a less sophisticated way because mm-hmm. the thing is like i have talked to chicks before and they'd be like oh well that guy he seems tough and he's gonna pr- yeah. protect me this and that it's like well no that guy's gonna get you shot or yeah. fucking impregnate you yeah. or fucking ruin your life but i mean and then ghost to each his own yeah. to each his own like you're you can do whatever the fuck you wanna do I'm just letting you know like like this is not that smart yeah. but that's because it's like that approach is more animalistic it's like they're yeah. living like a, and if you think even the the, the type of the game banger type of dude it's a more animalistic type what are you doing here bro like who are like what the fuck yeah we live in a society like Uh, I'm walking yeah you stupid fuck (laughs) you know what actually happened like what are you doing here like what the fuck is this
1: yeah yeah like that actually happened to me a block away from my house like this guy was on some shit like that and he was younger so I was like what are you doing and I was like I'm I'm not I'm not I don't gangbang so just get out of my way and he was insisting on fighting me, so I punched him <laughs> twice. I was like, get the fuck out of my way. But I was I kinda held back because he was younger.
0: So if I would have hit him, it would have been bad. I was like, Isn't just it the greatest him. like those motherfuckers when you fucking destroy them? Yeah. Oh my god. I remember I remember the time the oh, yeah. he, he fucking hit my car. Little game banger bitch ass motherfucker. And they can't even fight. That's no, what kills me. No, that's what kills me. <laughs> yeah. Because like they're because that's the thing that also ties into their survival mode because and 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 i will say it it does suck for them to a certain extent because see they grow up they they grow up in the in the not just the image but they grow up in the environment and like the environment if you're not tough and like you don't have very good parenting and like just good friends or just like a good supporting system you get, you're get you intimidated. You're intimidated yeah. and scared. So the, what you do is you join. You become part of the pack because it's too scary to, like, roll alone. Yeah. Like, there are not many motherfuckers that are like us that, like, yeah. don't give a fuck about peer pressure and don't give a fuck about that. Like, yeah, yeah. there are not many motherfuckers that will fight... Well, and that was one thing... Like, that... uneven numbers. No, like, like, there no. are not many people that will do that. That's That's, like... And I think that part probably just comes from us having, like... Like crazy ass dads that are just like I, like we're like kind of raised like that,
1: and that's why I had to you that question because I, I was like, do you think it might have been? Or and obviously you've already answered it, but I j- kind of want to k- talk about it a little bit more. I was I asked you, do you think it was be- maybe our family or like like the balance in our family, like where we felt because because see the thing is, in in grammar school and in high school obviously the whole like you said the peer pressure and the who's cool and who's in that really didn't appeal to us at all yeah like i didn't i don't want to be cool i don't don't care
0: fuck what you think yeah
1: i was like, i don't i'll just be over here by myself i'm fine and 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 then to an extent that was kind of the appeal with with the guys i ended up hanging with was like i don't give a fuck what you're on like i'm on my own shit or if someone tried to disrespect me fuck you or if girls like a certain type of guy I'm not going to dress like that or I'm not going to wear yeah, the fucking Yeah, I never care. fuck you like Yeah. and and see that's really weird considering that that's not what most people do. If you think about it like yeah. there is something off about that and 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 then that's when you kind of introduce well, it's just darwinism. It's just kind of like survival of the fittest.
0: I I think it is darwinism but like uh as you put it a more cerebral version of darwinism in the sense that I think,
1: you look past the surface.
0: Yeah, and then also when it comes to when it comes to to like human nature and how humans operate, I noticed that the pack is more dangerous than like rolling solo or rolling with like a more consolidated group of people. Yeah, like for instance, the day that we got in that fight, I was about at, to bring that up. Day, yeah, the day that we got in the fight at that in that club and stuff like that. We're rogue. Yeah, I would say that, like, because there were less of us, we were more poised for success in that fight than, like, even though we were outnumbered. Yeah. And a motherfucker tried to snatch my chain. Oh, which I wrote a line about that shit in, in some I'm working on. Like Yeah. But, but like, like, in that scenario is one of those things that it's just, like, because we're more consolidated, we're more precise, more efficient. And then also... The the stupidity of the few got that whole group into some shit, and really they got their asses beat. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of those things where where for us the way we look at Darwinism is like, no, we're better off surviving by own, like I'd rather have like a a, a smaller group of quality people yeah. than a bigger group of a gang of goofies. And oh, I have so many fucking friends. Right, you keep it. You could keep it it's not it's not it it amounts to nothing it's a
1: facade is what it is you know what I'm saying and
0: so I think like we were saying earlier that is Darwinism but a very different style of it because in most cases you would see like oh well you gotta get in a group to survive because the and I, I think to some degree that works like community and everything like that but I think when you're when you're talking about certain institutions like work cliques or school or or college campuses and stuff like that, I think the group can cause more harm at times than it can actually help. Yeah. And, and, and that's just sort of been my experience in my life and stuff like that. And and that's and so that ties into what we were saying about the reason that these motherfuckers can't fight. Yeah. Is because. Yes, you're so used to not having to fight because every time you do get into a physical altercation, there's so many. You're like hyenas. Yeah. A hyena, like one-on-one with a lion will get fucking destroyed. Oh, yeah. Probably even like four four or 5 to one to a lion, they'll get destroyed. It's just that like there's 15 on one lion. Of course, you're going to win. Like you're hyenas. Yeah. So you just bite. One bites here, one bite. Nobody has to do that much work. But at the end of the day, yeah. like the reward has to be shared with all 15. Yeah. When you're a lion or a fucking wolf, what you acquire, like it's yours or for like your immediate, your immediate circle. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the, the resources are, are more bountiful. And then
1: and that's a chew our own horn, but that's how we think. And then that's how we perceive things. Exactly. And how
0: we avoid. Exactly.
1: A lot. Like there's just a lot of stuff. A lot of bullshittery. You heard it here first, gents. Bullshittery. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I love that with T
0: line, like, where... And, and again, I don't look at it like he's trying to toot his own horn. I think he's just breaking down what society is and ought to be, is where he's like, the kings don't mingle with the peasants.
1: Yeah, I love that fucking line. Like,
0: it's just like, listen, it's not even about, like, I think I'm better than yeah. you. It's just that, like... I, we don't mingle like yeah. it's just it should not be the good lord don't want it yeah. he wrote it he didn't want he don't want it even but, with
1: jay remember in that one song i love that line all you ever wanted to be was soldiers so the line is drawn because yeah the the line is drawn exactly yeah.
0: and so and we i no think, longer wear the same uniform exactly and so and and so i think like for instance well l- let yeah, me finish the whole they don't know how to fight part and then i will we'll talk a little bit more about like the economic situation so you look at that, you look at that, and then that's why I feel like they don't know how to fight because they've never really had to learn how to fight because they're pack animals. Yeah. You know what I'm, mean? they, they move like pack animals. So yeah. So the the problem is, is when they take that pack animal mentality and they encounter a fucking lion or a wolf, now it's like, oh shit, like, I'm used to having people with me. That's why that time the motherfucker hit me, hit and run in, in my car and he left. Yeah. He was probably in his neighborhood. He probably thought, oh, I'm safe here. Let me get out and see what's to this guy. And he's got his fucking ass beat. And yeah. his phone took. I didn't mean to steal his phone. He <laughs> dropped it. I thought it was mine. <laughs> but 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 my point is, it Kid, was so great. You got to stop being ruthless. It, it was it was so great, like, feeling my fucking knuckles on his face. Because yes. like, his whole attitude. And yeah. I'm trying to be decent. I was having a good day. Yeah. I was, all right, man. Let me pull over. Let's exchange information. No starts fucking and running. he And he, he yeah. darts off.
1: And then he tries to gangbang.
0: Yeah, on some gangbanging yeah, yeah, shit. what's up, like, bitch? Like, what's up, man? Like, well, I didn't do shit, man. I didn't, I didn't hit you. Yes, you did. Yeah. I never lost sight of you. I followed you the whole time. Yeah. And I still was trying to just yeah. be a decent citizen about it. And then like, I saw he was just, I was, all right, I'm going to get, I am I get nowhere with you acting like a human yeah. as, as a civilized person. So now I'm going to act like a fucking yeah. animal and break your fucking face. Yeah. And what did he do? He ran off. Yeah. He ran off, sticking up his middle finger. Oh, yeah, you really, you got me there. You got there, Geechee. <laughs> you did that, Geechee. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just like, but, but that, but that's what I'm saying. That's like, hi, if you notice how like hyenas operate. Yeah. That, that's hyena probably if he was with a group of dudes he'd be the toughest motherfucker in the world he was by himself and he got he, he got fucked up and then he ran off
1: yeah and I think and I think that's also situations like that kind of show another aspect of the sixth sense in the way that like when you talk to people sometimes you realize there's a disdain there because you are the polar opposite of what they are yeah. And there doesn't have to be much said. It's just body language and the aura in yeah. the air. And like you realize that and that's also very important to to note because you don't want that energy.
0: No, it, and it's so crazy that you say that. I was recently at a wake um uh my mom's best friend's father passed away. And so we were at the wake and you know, we were there, we paid our respects, so like her and I were in the little like lounge area where you know they have the food and the little sandwiches and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was nice because like we were there and like she was talking to a bunch of people from her neighborhood that she grew up around, and the neighborhood she grew up in—it's a lot of changes or gentrification, if you will. Yeah, I don't tip. I don't usually look at gentrification as a bad thing the way people look at it. Like, oh my god, gentrification—it's so sad and all that. I don't. I don't look at it like yeah. that. And what it was badass was. The people that rock with my mom, like her people that were close, they didn't look at it as bad either. The way they saw it was this is an opportunity that's presented to us. Yeah, yeah. We're not, they're not looking at it like, oh, these people are coming in, these yuppies and they're going to take our culture and everything like that they're looking at the the, the green bread. dollars the yeah. bread like and and it, i feel like that's a more sophisticated way to look at it so you know man, what I'm saying?
1: manhattan has lifestyle because
0: it's going to happen anyway so you might as well make the most out of it yeah. and learn the most you can so it was nice talking to her group and it's just so funny because my mom is a very sophisticated woman and like you see that like that shit starts young because the people around her were more sophisticated yeah and it was nice because, like, they you could tell even though they're all older than me, shit probably double my age. Really, they enjoyed talking to me, and like, it, I I could tell like it was like to them a breath of fresh air to see somebody that was able to even keep up in the conversation with them. So that part yeah. was badass. In comes something that you were talking to, and you something that you were referring to. This dude that was the son of somebody that grew up in that neighborhood. And oh, so we're having our conversation. So in comes dude. Greets everybody. Everybody's cool. I see he has on his forearm a Che Guevara tattoo. Oh God, I envy you. No, no. But but let me tell you, when I was talking to them about like them capitalizing off this gentrification and selling and being able to do things with this money to advance their life and the lives of their family and everything like that very capitalistic viewpoint, yeah. the disdain that yeah. not even words exchange, just the 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 instant, I hate you and I know you probably hate me type shit. Like, yeah. I didn't hate him. I didn't know him. But that was like the, the feeling that I felt yeah. like. You should have asked
1: him if he paid for his tattoo. It's
0: like we... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, but like you... That, it's just one of those things like you said... Where, like, you just know that you and this person are on such different wavelengths that there'll never be uh a... It's war to the bitter end. Yeah, it's just like we'll never, you and I will never see eye to eye. Yeah, and, yeah. And isn't that so crazy how ideology works? Yeah. It, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it's very interesting.
1: And it's very important to, to look at the roots of an ideology. Because yeah, super important. Or you start protecting, you know, or being all about some shit that you have no idea what the fuck the end goal and, and the end ideology game is. is
0: in everything it's interlaced in everything yeah. it's just a matter of like being able to dissect it. Like yeah. for instance, even in law like like when I look at case law or certain documentaries and stuff like that. The ideology yeah. is what moves a lot of things. The philosophy, like for instance, um I started, I haven't finished it but I started watching this documentary and Uh, from HBO, I Love You Now Die. Yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's about this girl who she had a boyfriend. It seemed like it was like some sort of long-distance relationship because they didn't like physically interact very often, but they exchanged many text messages. Yeah. And I guess this kid was really depressed and down and everything like that, and he expressed that he wanted to kill himself.
1: She assisted. And, And
0: she assisted in the sense that, not physically assisted, and it's very important to point out, she didn't physically assist, but she assisted in the sense that she encouraged him to do it yeah. via text. So she gets charged with manslaughter, and essentially the what what the whole thing is about is should or can somebody be blamed for the the suicide of somebody else yeah, if, they, lot of there. if they encouraged it. And while I think she's a vile, horrible human being. I would say no, and like if I was a lawyer, I would defend her to the death. The mm. reason I would defend her to the death is not because I rock with her. I think she's a piece of shit, and I would tell the jury that. Or what she didn't go, which was monumentally educated, just monumentally smart on on her lawyer's part, not to go with a jury because he took all the emotion out of oh, it. yeah, he that's... went with a bench trial. So like right there when they, I saw they did that. I'm like, dude is a beast. Like he knows what he's doing already. yeah, yeah. but. But what I will say is if it was a jury, I would even tell the jury that in my closing argument, I would tell them, I'd be like, listen,
1: that's a very smart thing to do. I would too. be
0: like, I think she's a horrible person like me. Like if you want to know, I'm defending her. But if you want to know the truth, I think she's awful. Yeah. Would I want my son to date her? Hell no. Would I want my daughter to befriend her? Hell no. Would I if I, If she was my daughter, I would probably disown her. But... Did she break the law? And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that's the only thing we need to ask ourselves yeah. here tonight yeah. is, did she break a law? Yeah. It doesn't like all that other stuff, you throw it out the window. And I would say that to juxtapose the emotion from the law. Exactly. Aspect. Like I would. Which I would, is key because look at the Van Dyke situation. It, exactly. And so, but in that, in that wh- what I rocked with something that her lawyer said, I thought it was fucking great. That it's not so much about her. He's like, what precedent does this set going forward? If she gets convicted of this, where does this stop? So, so now, we, now we could say that like a song made somebody kill somebody. Yeah. So now you write us, you write a song, and I go kill somebody. Oh, but well, I heard his song and like I wanted to go do it because. Yeah. So don't blame me, blame him because he kind of told me to do it in the song. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, Wh- which is something that
1: us being hip hop fans we know that hip-hop gets blamed for all oh, this behavior this that behavior and it's like well wait a minute it glorifies it to certain extents but it never says oh go kill this motherfucker and even either. if
0: it does it doesn't matter like yeah. you're the one like you you're the one that's committing the action like you're you an individual it's on that you makes at decisions. the end of the yeah. day even, exactly. even if the song the whole song it's fucking four minutes of go kill that motherfucker go kill that motherfucker <laughs> even if that's the fucking track at the end of the day, like that's it, a track. It, if you go kill that motherfucker, like that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. And, and I think that's very important.
1: Ideology. The What? What exactly? Well, even like when we were talking about the climate change thing, there's the left's viewpoint, and then there's the right's viewpoint. Yeah, which has a better, like, for lack of a better term, a better moral compass behind it. You know what I'm saying? Where 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 everyone can enjoy the fruits, and 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 not break their backs. You know what I mean,
0: right? And I would say ideology definitely also plays a role in in ideology and philosophy. Definitely plays a role in a better life. Yeah, like like having a sound philosophy and ideology. All right, so let's get into this last um, segment about like the just the finances and and how that sort of ties in. So. I recently sent you this this uh Refinery29 article which I guess it's it's like a periodical dedicated to women. I'm not familiar with it. I just saw it on Reddit like I came across a subreddit. The, it was the MGTOW subreddit and it's funny because in like they they post like a lot of like interesting stuff, but that particular subreddit, it read, let me find it here. It read uh it's like this is how an upper middle class yuppie in Chicago spends her day. Warning: Chad involved. And what they were referring to is that in the article, like because like it's you don't it's anonymous, you don't get the chick's name or nothing like that. But like I guess like in the article, she talks about how she fucks all these guys or whatever. Yeah. So that's the part that they're upset about. But I mean, let her do her. Like I don't, you know, there is a profile that we see. And she's not like too much of a future thinker. We see, no, she's kind of like a live in the now moment. So, which,
1: which is funny, cause there is a, a segment in in her summary of how her day went, where she talks about like, you know, I don't have kids and this, this, and that, and man, sometimes it gets to me, bitch. <laughs> You have some fucking nerve. <laughs> You're out there fucking smoking pole, riding pole, all types of pole, and your boyfriend don't know about it. But you oh, but you want kids and marriage and the nice... Uh, oh, get the fuck out of here. But that's beside the point. I'm going to let you
0: summarize <laughs> this shit. So anyway, her occupation is a finance manager. She's in the industry of consumer goods. She's 32. She's located in Chicago, Illinois. I know this bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 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 <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't even have a <laughs> Will you expose her? And, uh, and then uh, uh, her and salary. He will. Uh, her salary is $137,000 a year, 122000 base, and a 12% bonus. So her paychecks amount to about $3,087 biweekly. So that means twice a month. And she's a woman, obviously. And then it goes over her monthly expenses. $2,100 for a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, doesn't say if that's rent or 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 mortgage, but it seems like it's probably rent. Mm-hmm. Student loans, zero. She paid off $80,000 in student loans by herself. Good job. Um, 401k she puts in uh 565 dollars into her 401k company does a four percent match she has about 27 thousand 000 in it plus another 107 thousand dollars in a rollover ira very nice uh she doesn't save but she does keep about 25 thousand 000 on hand so i guess you could consider 25 thousand 000 savings but what it seems like by her not saving and everything like that and like her having a rollover IRA and everything is that, like, her parents probably set her up pretty decent. Yeah. Which is good. Like, that's, like, I, I would say that's, like, if people talk about giving their kids a good life, I would say that's, like, a nice thing. Like, oh, shit, I have a fucking $107,000 rollover IRA and this and that. So, yep. she probably doesn't need to save for a rainy day because, like, just by her, her, everything that her profile suggests, she probably comes from, like, a more wealthy... Or at least well to do yeah. background or whatever. Uh oh, and then she has eighty two thousand in a Roth IRA and she puts obviously she maxes it out every year.
1: Yeah. That bitch is crazy. There's a whole <laughs> crazy SB. No
0: but, no, but but so in there, in their uh it breaks down like what she spends on a day-to-day basis like her her lifestyle everything like go ahead you it's, gonna kinda, it's
1: it, well, I was going to say it's kind of crazy because like as we'll summarize her day-to-day she's a live by the moment type of person yet somehow some way in this country in this country <laughs> <laughs> um she's able to do the minimum and still like at least like the the bare minimum would be have a, a re- have a couple retirement accounts and uh yeah put some money in there which yeah. I which mean but in- she
0: also has a lot of money coming in though.
1: Yeah, that's true but it's still important and I'll give her some prop in the fact that like Jesus Christ we we should this should be the norm that we have these things these financial
0: yeah, like reti- retirement accounts exactly. and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I agree.
1: So I, I'll give her props with that. I mean, that's about it. Because I mean, then from there,
0: yeah, like like, like when you read about her, it's kind of she. It she does seem kind of repulsive, repulsive and mundane too. Like
1: nothing about. Oh, I'm working. Oh, I'm out. All right, just I'm just chilling.
0: Well, then th- those those really are usually the ones that are like into the most like like craziness like the ones that ain't on shit any but but that's that's my point is like when we talk about the and that's how it ties into the last segment like when we talk about a, a better life and and everything like that you kind of realize that for women and and like she she expressed in in that article being a parent is like like being maternal is more prevalent to them down the road like if like a woman doesn't have a kid it's more of a regrettable thing than like if a guy doesn't yeah you know and we were talking about that in in uh in pre-production i i feel like because women well you said this once too go ahead
1: you said Anyway, I was like, yeah, you're completely percent right. Um, For us, we could keep it pretty simple and we'll be pretty happy. And what I mean by that is like, if we're not married, we're single, we're older, and we're well off. I think like, just give me some Hulu, Netflix, HBO, and let me do my my, my stuff that I do that, that keeps, you know, money flowing and shit. I'll order me a pizza. I'm good. You know? Whereas, and and like what I'm saying is at at that moment we're not thinking like, damn, I should have had kids type shit. I, I don't, I don't see that sentiment echoed as much with men as it is with women.
0: Yeah, because I feel like with men, men are more concerned about their legacy. Yeah. And I feel like women are more concerned with not to say they're not concerned with their legacy but they're more concerned with like or or they are concerned with their legacy but i think having children is part of their legacy i think men we understand that like yes having children can be part of your legacy but a child could also fuck up your legacy if like they're a fuck up yeah i think we're more realistic about that so i think for men we're kind of more selfish in that sense where it's just like well yeah yeah, i love my kid and everything but like i'm kind of on my own like i'm like you want to support your family and all that but like ultimately like what you're building is really like for your legacy
1: yeah which is kind of crazy because when you look at like um you look at how it was before and i'm talking about like natives (laughs) type shit you saw that a lot like men weren't around the kids a lot they they, they made sure that you know uh, food is here it's hunting and now I'm gonna go do some some other shit yeah it's less of a oh hey let me hold you it's, it was no not too much of that I'm mean, actually 2019 that's more of a thing by, think about it
0: yeah by and large yeah you're right about that like and and I think it's a little bit like emasculating to, to a yeah. lot of men like like if you notice like the even within our own friend groups like the ones that like just they go to work and they only really go to work because they have to bring in the, the bread. Otherwise, yeah. they probably wouldn't even go to work. Yeah. They got to go to work. But then everything else is home, home, yeah. home, home. Yeah. And it's just like you even see that even the way they carry themselves physically is less masculine yeah. than, than mm-hmm. like the guys that are on some, now I work and then I get out and I do this and I do research and like yeah. I'm working on, like yeah. constantly working on something because I think it's pretty much realized and recognized that a lot of times it for a man, and I think this is where, where men and women differ and I think it's a good differ- difference. Men will put their family second. Yeah, Well,
1: I think this is where we were kind of left off. I feel that that's how it should be.
0: Yeah, but... In 2019. But, yeah, that's how it should be, I would say. Yeah. And before men, more men used to put their family second. And I know it sounds kind of harsh to people. Oh, put the family second. But it's not. It's not. I would would imagine that they would actually benefit more from being placed second.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you have to... Especially, especially especially when it's for the greater good yeah. of the family and yeah. and that that's where like that all that is set in motion is like well listen i'm doing this so we can live better so we could be better so we can have more resources so you come second business comes first and see that's why i've always said that like and and and, and i think that like we're the type that like we would do that yeah like, I, be, hey, if you call me like tomorrow, we got. Well, let's go
0: do that, some research well, I'll be, on this. I'll oh, yeah, be I'll honest. That's one of the main reasons why relationships have not worked out in my life. Yeah. Like romantic relationships and like certain friendships is like, no, like my pursuits come first because. Like they'll be my pursuits will be there. Like you're you may not and. Sh- lo and behold you're not you know what i'm saying so like imagine like i put all these people first and then oh well now they're not there so shit like i'm left exactly i'm left with the bill like nah that doesn't make sense like
1: and and your mentality should be like well shit yeah go handle that because i am in your future and we are
0: one and we're and as a result i'm more understanding of that when others are on that shit like when their pursuits are first I'm very understand. I get it. Yeah. Hey, man, I know we were going to do this, but this and that. Yeah. Real decent. Do what you got to do. Like, I don't feel bad about that. Like, I yeah. don't feel bad about a motherfucker not doing what they say they're going to do for something, like, bigger and better, you know? Yeah. And like, as far as the big picture.
1: Yeah. And see, that's where, that's where, and again, it goes back to the question you asked before, like, oh, uh, what do you feel is, is, uh, is a better life? Well that's that's where kids does kids do complicate things and it could be and I'm not saying that that's a obviously because things that are worth it are always going to be complicated anyway yeah so I don't say complicated in in a negative light I just say complicated in the sense that there is a a balance that has to be restored now because you've added a whole new element to this yeah and you have to be very weary so when we see when we talk a better life yeah you know kids no kids just know that whatever you're adding into you know you're throwing a curveball when you're able to keep
0: your momentum your balance and I think that's where knowing the person that you have the kids with comes in yeah
1: knowing that person really because and it's crazy because you have to know what, what values are your values have to align really. That's uh, just to cut it short is your values have to align because what is this? What are we doing? What are we building? If this happens, what then like, you need to know these things. Yeah. I don't need to know what fucking favorite movie. I don't give a shit about that. Like, you know, if we had kids, what are we doing? You know, what type of parent are we like? What type of values are we instilling? And that's a very deep, Uh, fucking rabbit hole to jump into but obviously one that a lot of people don't think about because the divorce rate is so goddamn
0: high you know yeah and i also think financially speaking it's not wise because the divorce rate is high and, and people don't stay together that it's not wise to get yourself into any financial situation with a person that you're reliant upon them for that financial situation to sustain.
1: Exactly. Because you have to, you have to obviously work to be at the best point possible and hope for the best. But like you said said before, prepare for the worst because, I mean, you have to. You have to be, I mean, the fucking rug could be swept out. What then? What are you going to do? What was it? (laughs) Like, so you have to like really think and 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 device a good plan a obviously but also have a plan B and a plan C and 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 the way that you can move forward which also again goes back to the person that you're in a relationship with because depending on who you're with they could make it very easy and be like well hey let's this is that or what and what I mean by easy is amicable or they can make your life a living fucking hell to the point where your prospects of whatever the fuck you were thinking you were gonna do is put on the fucking back burner for a while yeah. because now you're in a financial mess. Yeah. So it's very important to think about these things, and and it's very important because that's what we mean by a better life is like you have to be. I mean, you can't ju-
0: you can't be naive. One one of my favorite questions to ask people there's two things that I think it's very important for people to do, and I think if they do those things you pretty much get the greatest assessment of where the, the the future is or can be for this this person. It's two things. For them, if they are able to, willing to, do a very detailed budget, like whatever their income is now, like do a detailed budget, like down to like the nittiest of the grittiest. Like for instance, the other day I added, I, I did the the cuz I stopped backing up my phone on my computer yeah. and and I I've been doing the iCloud backups okay. so but I needed more cuz I have a lot of Apple devices so I used the uh, I I bought the, the 200 gigs of iCloud space for 3 for 3 bucks a month yeah so now with my Apple Music plus that that's 13 bucks a month my budget I've been doing it so detailed that I even added that $3 Oh, shit. I even oh, put shit. that in my... Like, yeah. nope, that's another $3 right there. Yeah. Some, I know it's some Jew-ass Jew shit. But, but anyway... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I think that's very important to do because that gives you... That paints like a real picture yeah. for you. And I think it's great because if ever you need a cut back or whatever, you could kind of see what you need to do or whatever. So I think that's very important. Also which is the second one is a lot harder is detail very detailed where will you be in 5 years but not just oh i i think this i think that no. No, no i want a very detailed like what you what you wake up like down to like what kind of phone do you have like what where are you yeah what kind of day are you looking forward to check your bank statement for me like 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 do that like if you ever yeah. get a chance obviously like tell your wife like it, it give her some time to think about it It'd be like yeah like you know we're gonna sit down to breakfast but before we sit down, i want you to think about this and then ask her questions as it so as like it all right so like like almost like a virtual reality type of thing as like, all right now check your bank statement what does it say yeah. check your stocks check this like do the, like what's like like paint paint this picture for me paint yeah. this picture for me. i think like that reveals a lot yeah. It yeah. reveals a lot. And then if you if they say anything that you feel is maybe a little bit like unrealistic, it may it may, it may be unrealistic, it may not be, but then ask them, Well, how did they obtain it? Like yeah. it's like, Oh, I walk in my driveway and I see a Lamborghini, it's like, all right, well, what'd you do in this five years to get that Lamborghini? Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I did nothing. You know, and yeah. and uh I think while it's very, very hard to do I think you learn so much from doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you have to have a driving force behind that because you said a Lamborghini. Like me, I've always thought about like I mean, this is this is to be hard, but it's obviously it's a challenge. So then you think about how financial freedom can can obtain that is like if when my parents get older if if I have a vacation home that they could being so they could just like go as they please yeah not really for me i mean whatever i'll just airbnb it but really what it is is like a second home for them so yeah. they can travel and be like i mean it, obviously at this point it's like well shit i don't want to buy any other property unless it's like making me money but that's something nice and that's something as as i'm older like all oh, that that's a little goal yeah and that sets off a chain reaction of decisions
0: exactly oh i
1: have to I have to have better investments. I have to, you know, uh, be a little bit more frugal on this end. Oh, man, I got to cut this expense. This shit is a waste because it's all about goals. Yeah.
0: 100%. It's important. I think that's where we'll close out the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep sharing, like, review. It helps us out a lot. If we talk about anything that you know somebody would be interested in, Send it to it. Share it with them. Um, we'll be back next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.